Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Oh, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, on Buzzworthy Radio. I'm Navelle J. Lee, coming to you live. It's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, everybody, on blogtalkradio.com. We're joined by the wonderful, wonderful Allison Bree here on Balls Worthy Radio this morning. <laughs> I was hoping you'd remember me. <laughs> <laughs> no one can forget. No one can forget that wonderful, wonderful uh, show promo that you gave us of Balls Worthy Radio. You know, I love all you guys over at Ballsworthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I was saying the other day I was like, this show needs some more balls into it Like, how can we get more balls into balls in uh, Oh wait, it's already balls We don't need it anymore <laughs> yes, Exactly Oh and my know, god say, that was, that was all, That's all Allison Brie right there that, That's all her that's, Once it gets trademarked We're going to say compliments of Allison Brie From Community Yeah, that's good I, I coined the phrase when I die, they'll be like, and she coined the phrase ballsworthy.com. <laughs> would you, would you uh, put that on your tombstone? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. It's nice, it's nice for dead people to have a sense of humor, I think. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I, I, would, you know, I would love to see that on your tombstone, but I'll probably be too old to actually comprehend or remember exactly what that means. <laughs> but you'll laugh, but you'll still probably laugh. Because any time you see I'll, the word I'll, ball, I'll probably funny. laugh, and then I'll probably go like, why am I laughing? <laughs> what, why am I laughing? It's laughter. I can't control it. <laughs> so how have you been since you last been here? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Community was extended for the back nine episodes, so we're all celebrating that. And, and Mad Men has wrapped up. The season finale just aired. So yes, it is. we're buzzing about that and just lots of good stuff. Great episode of Community coming up this week. Tonight. Tonight, <laughs> this week, I mean, tonight um, where I, Annie's on the debate team, and I rally for, for Jess for Joel McHale to join with me, and, and it's just a crazy episode. People have to watch it. It's wild. Hmm. Let's see. Annie on the debate team and how Annie really is and how strong on a debate team. Well, yeah. Let, let's, let's just imagine this, folks. Uh, let's just imagine this. Annie doing a debate team right now. Just, just like picture this in your mind of exactly how tremendously awful that's going to be for her and oh everybody else around my. her. <laughs> but can I just say, can I just say, in her defense, um, you see a little different side of Annie tonight. She gets, if, if I may say so, a little sexy. So she actually won't be crying? <laughs> <laughs> She may cry. Oh, <laughs> Actually, I don't think she does cry tonight. <laughs> this is the fierce side of her tonight. No, I swear she gets a little sexy, and there may even be a, a smooch with somebody. A smooch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smooch, Annie's huh? locking lips tonight. Annie's locking lips tonight. You heard it here first. Spoiler oh, alert. Wow. Oh, this could be the 
this to be the moment where you finally get on the soup. <laughs> I hope so. I keep trying to get Joel to, to let me on, but the truth is we're always shooting. We're always shooting community when he goes there. I always try to, like, hide myself in his bag, but uh, <laughs> I'm heavier than what he usually carries in his bag, so then it gets like he knows I'm in there. You might inadvertently injure him if you hid in his bag and he tried to carry it. Well, Joel's pretty strong, you know. I don't so. know. <laughs> okay. So, so I was going to say he could have brought a forklift I mean, or something. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, I'm going on a diet. I'm starting today. Thanks a lot. No way. No way does he need a forklift. No way. Unless he's going to carry the rest of the cast in the bag with him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That'd be cool. Have the whole community cast do the soup with him. I know. I know. I think it would be really fun. Um, like I said, you know, we're just always shooting. Joel slips out. I don't know how he does. You know, I haven't been, Mad Men hasn't been shooting out for a while because we wrapped a couple months ago. So I've had I've had a break from doing the double duty, but Joel still does it. And he'll just be shooting communities since, you know, from 7 in the morning on. And then he'll leave and go shoot the soup that night. And I always think, wow, that's crazy. Can you imagine yourself, like, doing that, like, having, I mean, I know you do it with Mad Men, but it's, but his is, like, constant, and. I, I know. Can you, can you, can you actually picture yourself going, like, I cannot believe I'm doing double duty like this, like this, doing one thing, going to the next thing, and still no. be sane. <laughs> I know, no, and, 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 and always look fresh, I feel like Joel always look, looks good, he has some of the energy, I don't know how he does it, he's you know, the hardest working man in Hollywood. He's, when he's not, you know, we'll have a weekend off and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just flying to Vegas to do a comedy show, to do some stand-up, and then I'll fly back Sunday night and then we'll start shooting again Monday. I mean, he, any spare moment he has, I swear, he's, he's working. And he has two little boys. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah I, can't, I can't do that now. I, I mean, like I said the last time, I said I needed coffee in order to wake up when I did an interview with you. I'm like... Yeah, um, no. <laughs> There's no way. I know. I know. People are like, what are you doing on the day off? And and I'm like, sleeping. And Joel's like, oh, sleeping. you know, I'm, I'm flying to New York, and then I'm probably going to go to Australia to do a quick comedy tour, and then I'll be back. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> I'm with you right there. I, I'm sleeping. My day off, I'm sleeping. Yeah. The body needs and, rest. Yes. yes, we do. We do need our rest. We need to stay beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I had, it was a two-parter response for me. I liked it, and then I liked it again a moment later. <laughs> That's right. That's how it works. And this episode has a couple of uh, guest stars on the night. John Michael Higgins and Jen Rash are going to be yes, there. Yes, yes. Those guys are back, and they're hilarious. I can't tell you how when we were shooting this episode, and, and it was so zany, and we had so much going on. We were on location, on location at this high school, and there was a shooting a block away. So then we were all, um, I mean, we were all going to be there shooting anyway, but we were on lockdown at the high school. They wouldn't let anyone leave, uh, which was weird. <laughs> but aside from that, you're like holding. Ho- you were like being held hostage. <laughs> we were. We were. Luckily, we were shooting. 
for hours, but um, but it was a little. I, I was not. It wasn't so scary as much as exciting and random. No, it was. It, I mean, scary. I guess because somebody got shot. But you know. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, while we were there, hanging out with Jim Rash and John Michael Higgins is the most hysterical thing. They both just have a great background in improv, and and the two when you get the two of them together. It's just hysterical. I, they just have me r- laughing the whole time. Oh, man. When we're not shooting. And when we're I'm not shooting. I'm a huge Jim Rash fan, so that's going to be great. And oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't talk about this last time, um, that you're going to be in a film called Montana Amazon with Olympia Ducati yeah. and Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, Montana Amazon. Um, it's a really dark comedy, I guess. It's sort of a road trip movie about this oddball family that Olympia plays our grandmother and, and Haley and I are brother and sister who have sort of been raised in captivity and they're they're just they have the mental capacity of maybe eleven or twelve year olds, but they you know, but they're obviously they're more like seventeen, eighteen years old and, and as they it's a they drive cross country and um it's just you know, seeing the world through their their eyes are sort sort of like seeing the world to the eyes of these children, but these like really creepy, weird <laughs> children. Um, so it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll go, we'll go with that one. Uh, dark comedy, Elden Captivity. Perfect for you. <laughs> right? I mean, you can, you can only imagine. Well, it was a really mm-hmm. fun character. The character I play, Ella, is sort of coming of age, too, and, and discovering her sexuality, even though, but she, you know, she's got the body of an 18-year-old, so it's it's different, you know, when she's meeting, like, gas station attendants and stuff like that, but she, she's, like, but she's got the mentality of a little girl, so it's a little bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's all we'll say about that. <laughs> that's all we'll, that, that, that's the perfect way to end this. Ladies and gentlemen, Alison Brie. Alison Brie, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Um, on NBC's Community tonight at 8 p.m. on NBC. Catch full episodes on NBC.com and Hulu.com. Thanks for stopping back again. Always a pleasure having you back here. you got to do Anytime it again. Yeah, we do. Anytime. Absolutely. You take care, all right? And also, right now we're going to re-air. Uh, can I say re-air? Actually, I can't say free air because this never aired on here yet. Uh, we're actually going to air this tape segment that I did with Brian Dottillo yesterday. Uh, Brian Dottillo plays Lucas Roberts on NBC's Days of Our Lives. And that's all I'm going to give you. You're going to have to listen to it to find out exactly what was said in it. So here it is. You're going to hear the theme song again, but it's going to, and you're going to hear me introduce the show, and I'm going to close it out. So here it is, Brian Dottillo's interview from yesterday. I muted myself before I was supposed to, <laughs> so I cut out. Uh, here's Brian Cotillo's interview from yesterday, right now. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey everybody, welcome to BuzzworthyRadio.net. I am Navelle J. Lee, your host of this podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, 2009. On this special presentation of our show, we're going to be presenting to you a tape segment that 
I did with Brian Dottillo, who plays the role of Lucas Roberts on NBC Daytime's Days of Our Lives. He was calling us from the Detroit area where they were doing a talent search as well as some other things. So we got to sit down with him for about 15 minutes, and here is our interview with him. Enjoy. Hello. Hello yourself, sir. Well, hello. How are you? How do you pronounce your name? Nuval? Nuval? Oh, God. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's a, here's a lesson for you, how to say my name. Okay. And for those of you who are listening to this right now, if you don't know how to say it, this is for you, too. It's pronounced Novell. Novell. Yes. Like Duval, but a little different. A little different. Mm-hmm. I, I guess more of a, a, a French a French about it, from what I'm told. Ah, so perdu. Oui, oui, you are French, eh? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, there is no way, shape, or form I'm a French man, but... Uh, but you have French kissed before. Yes, I have. Good, good. Well, then you're pretty much French. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that that applied. But that and French me. fries, you're good. There we go. I like that comparison. There you Thank go. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for stopping back here with us. How long oh, no problem. since I've seen you? Uh, since August, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did just do this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Deja vu, ujava day. Yeah, well, I said back to you, you said you had respect for me before I did a show. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like the fact that I get respect just because I do a show. That's wonderful. I like it. <laughs> so how are, things, how, are things, how are things going on in Detroit right now with the, with the event that's going on over there? It, we're doing a lot of running around, but it's awesome, and I'm learning a lot, actually. Went to the VA hospital today. And uh, saw some vets, and that was really um, eye-opening to how petty my problems are. And, yeah, then we went to the Henry Ford Museum, and we saw a lot of really, really amazing cars and planes and artifacts and old stuff and a lot of American history stuff. So it's 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 a phenomenal museum. That's definitely worth stopping if you're in the area. And we just went to Motown. We went to Hit City, USA. Hitsville. Sorry. Hitsville, USA. Cityville. This is where it all started. That's all you need to know. Barry Gordy style. Barry Gordy Jr. Yeah. And um, so that was amazing. We walked through the house that all the first Motown records were done at. um, Studio in the basement. It's like a house museum, which is really cool. And um, now we're getting ready to go to the Piston game, which is going to be fun. Now, now for those of you who don't know, explain why you are in the Detroit area again. Why, we why, are in the Detroit doing? area um, because um, they've actually had our show from the very beginning. Um, they're a huge supporter of days. We love the area. Um, yeah, we're here to kind of get a little more interest, maybe boost some ratings in the area, do some promotion. But mostly it's just um, somewhat of a homecoming for me. My mother was born in Detroit. My grandfather. I had a grandfather who worked at the Ford plant here in Detroit, so that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to be here. It's like coming home. Oh, that's great, too. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Come back, do some things that you have seen before, those things that you haven't seen before. Yeah, well, usually when I travel, we don't get to see things like that. It's just 
I'm in a mall or a Sears or something signing autographs. So to be, you know, able to kind of see what's in the town and what it has to offer, it's a, it's a nice change. Oh, okay. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Now there is actually, <laughs> I actually got a question on my Twitter last night about you. They they <laughs> pretty much, it's all about the Twitter. They want to know, do you have a Twitter or do you, or if not, are you planning on getting one? I don't have a Twitter. Um I probably should get one because everybody on the planet has one, and I think I'm going to get left in the dust by by Al Sweeney. Al Sweeney is a Twitter uh, extraordinaire professional. Yes, she is. is. She in the history of Twitterville, she is the mayor. She is the community chest operator, um, and now Sean uh, uh, Sean Christian has he's twittering when we got out of Motown. So I feel very left out. Um, but I'm always – I'm kind of skeptical of the whole Twittering thing because, you know, I have an ego have problem. Twitter, there, there's no reason for me to have a Twitter and you don't. If I have one, you should have one. You're you're right. Well, hook me up. Try to, you know, get going for me, man. Help a brother out. Help a brother – all right. All right how, does one, how does one start a Twitter? I don't know. Uh, go to Twitter.com and register an account. <laughs> <laughs> that takes time on my laptop away from my porn sites. I don't know if I could do that. Oh, see, you got to go away from the Xtube and just register at Twitter.com and you'll be all set. But then okay. you got to make sure. But the thing is, you got to follow me so everybody will know that it's actually you because there are probably a lot of fakers out there trying to pose as you. Just right. I've had that problem with other places MySpace, Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but There's yeah, this thing, there is this thing on there where it has a verified account feature, so you'll be able to do that. So that way, they'll it'll be able to. They'll know it's me. Yeah, I should, I should, I should do that. I could be the Chad Ochocinco of daytime twittering. You could Twitter could. all your fans and everything, all that stuff. You know that that's great. I think. Oh, oh and this Friday, this, this is Friday, one of the guy that uses this like every day. <laughs> You're addicted. Yeah, I'm afraid I would be addicted to it, and they would have to consume my day. That's the only thing I fear. Well, if hey, Ali Sweeney's addicted. Look at her. I'm just saying. She's a she's just a pioneer. She is a pioneer. She's a pioneer. Yeah, and Friday we have a talent show. I must tell you about. Uh, we're searching for talent in this area, and they get a guest spot on days, which is wondrous. And they get to kiss me in rehearsal Friday, so I think that. We're going to have a lot of turnout there. That'll be fun. I think they'll probably turn away knowing that if they get to kiss you. <laughs> Especially if I have a little cold. <laughs> spreading no, virus. No, no, don't turn away. If you have to kiss Brian Tatilla, that means you need to go. That's what I'm. That, that, that's pretty much how that's rolling. You need to go. <laughs> that's it. That, that is right it. Now, there, there is something I did want to pose at you as well. There is something I wanted to ask you. Uh... From what we had heard, you and your character from the show, from what was said in Phil Digest is taking a brief hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's, what's going on with that? Are you coming back? Or what's, what's happening there? Are I, see you again? I don't know. I mean, you know, these things go in waves. Um, sometimes you're in the storyline, sometimes you're not, so you can't be all the time. They just decided to give my character a little break, and hopefully it won't last that long. Um, so it was storyline dictated then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just called me and said, you know, we're going to give you a couple months off. You won't be working that much. We're going to put you in rehab, 
And then when you come out, we got this really great storyline for you. I said, okay, great, but I haven't I haven't heard anything about it yet or had any hints. So hopefully, they won't forget. Because once you're out of that place, it's kind of you're out of you're out of the loop. You are really out of the loop for being gone for for that long and not having any inkling as to what the story is going to be, when you're going to come back. It, it's kind of like you're sitting on pins and needles waiting to find out. Yeah. Well, the character, the, my character, is essentially based around Sammy, so I always have to assume that that story's going through her, and maybe I could use my past as an advantage to understand her latest and consistent shenanigan. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, that's junior college talking right there too. A year and a half. <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> a year and a half. I didn't even finish. You didn't, neither did I. I'm still actually in college, so. Are you really? I am, really. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's good. I'm enjoying nice. it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I think I think they like me. I think. I think they don't like, I think they like me not just for the fact that I host the radio podcast thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, they probably just want you for your looks. Yeah, you see what I look like. I don't think so. Yeah, come on there, Romeo. Come on there, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, you. I don't think so. I think they I think they would be afraid of me if they saw Not me. even, Steven. Not even. All right, I'll give you the 20 bucks for that compliment later on. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah your character does revolve around Sammy. A lo- uh, uh, this is coming from a guy that's been watching it since uh, I was too young to speak, mm-hmm. and we did see this quote-unquote relationship between Lucas and Chloe, which, if I can be blunt, I was not that huge of a fan of. Well, no, I, well, neither was I, because the way the writers threw us together, it was very prompt and very, um, I don't know, not a lot of history occurred prior to them marrying. <laughs> You know, yeah. there was no development between the two as a relationship. So when it finally went through, of course, people weren't really accepting of it. And it was hard to play, too, because all of a sudden you have to be like, I love you, you know. And we didn't really have that history to kind of develop it between the characters. So it was, I think ultimately anybody Lucas is with, is it's going to end because Lucas is kind of the have-not dude in the equation. He's He's the... The guy in the triangle who usually gets left out of the the love affair or actually landing the woman, um, because I'm so good at at heartbreak and and drama. But yeah, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, if you man. think about it, I mean, if you think about it too, uh, when uh, Austin Peck left the show the first time, and you were brought back when uh, mm-hmm. Sammy and Austin were going to get married, and what happened? As far as that storyline goes, I pretty much thought that that was that was some of your best work, dude. Okay, I, mean, I, really, I really did because it because then you really saw Lucas with a a backbone and was broken out of his mother's shell because it just seemed like Lucas was always up Kate behind. All yeah, I don't I don't know why they haven't really matured the character out, you know, past the, the relationship with his mother and past the relationship with women that are in his life, or just the development of the character seems to be a little um, one-sided toward who I play opposite of, you know? I mean, I, yeah. I'm usually the guy who kind of asks the questions to get the other character to, to recite storyline to the audience, but 
you're not really developing me as an individual. So a lot of times I just have to, I'm very inconsistent. I say one thing one episode, and then the next thing I say something totally the opposite and, like, have to mean it just as much. There's a lot of inconsistencies. It's kind of hard to have a good following when their character doesn't get that development that other characters get. It's very convoluted. and Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's gotten the, harder to play. Yeah. yeah because I you imagine. don't know what you're playing and you don't know where you're going. You don't know the long-term effect of your storyline. You just know that it's kind of day-to-day. Exactly. Yeah. One, I, one of the things I've always thought Lucas could do is run Titan. You know, run Titan. Enterprises on the show. Like, I could seriously yeah. see Lucas doing that, but the problem is, is that, like what we just talked about, it just seems like by how they are putting this character, they're not putting him up to that point where you would actually believe Lucas could do something like that. Right. And, like I said, that one instance you saw that he was not Kate's son, you basically saw him as Lucas, not Kate's boy. And, or Sammy's boy. It, it, it just seems like Lucas could do something himself without having to rely on anybody else. But it just seems like by how they're putting it, he has to rely on Sammy or he has to rely on Kate. It just seems like he has to rely on somebody else to get ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little frustrating because I have been there for, you know, 16 years and it's kind of been like treading water with the character. So it's gotten harder to play. What would you like to see Lucas do, in your own opinion? I think the best thing for him is to kind of admire Stefano and have Stefano take him under his wing and then have his own strength and power because of that, and then he can go back to all the people who've wronged him or who've stepped all over him or stabbed him in the back, and he can have an edge instead of playing the victim. Yeah. That I think that would be great. And Joe has actually expressed interest, and in, and I've expressed interest in having a storyline together because I think he's an amazing actor, and I think that he could probably bring things out in my character that people have never seen. But I don't know if that will happen. Have you initially worked with Joe Mascola before? At, when he was on the show before he left, you had yeah, seen yeah, yeah. I used to have a lot of storyline through that, um, but then again, the only person they really can can throw at Joe as a nemesis or as a rival is, is Sammy. And I always thought that was a little odd. Here you have this huge mafia boss kind of pit against this this, this girl who gets herself in all these troubles. It's kind of, as, as a man and as, as an actor, you're kind of like, how is, the, how is that, you know, that doesn't seem like... I mean, she's a very tough woman and a tough character and strong, but I don't think that the men have those qualities that the women do. Yeah, and I remember a quote, actually, I believe Peter Reckle said this. I'm not sure if it was him, but I do remember the quote that uh, the men on Dave Realize were deballed on the show. Yes, yeah. casterized. And they, it hasn't bounced back from that point ever since then, it seems. Yeah, and, and other shows don't do that. When you watch other shows, they they actually let the men be men and have authority or power or, you know, uh, mystique, any anything that, that would keep you watching, you know, as as far as like the qualities of a man, but on Dave's we don't we don't we don't get a lot of chances to show that. Yeah. And we're not saying we're not saying that the the women shouldn't be like victims either. You know, they should have some sort of like background stand up for themselves too, but they should not be the only ones that 
should be. Yeah, I would never. I would never want to put anybody in that position, like the victim state. It's like as an actor, it's like the danger zone. You'd never want to play that Um, because there's only one way to go with it. But yeah, I guess you know, you never know what's gonna happen. Who knows? Exactly. You know, you don't know. Exactly. That's exactly the point. Now, you did you also attend this past Saturday, the day days event at Universal City Walk? I did. Yes. We had a huge crowd. Huge crowd, and I made the mistake of saying that I would take my shirt off later in the show, and I had to, and I had to, like, make out with people in the audience, and it was just debauchery. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, so awful. But it rocked the house, so that's Uh, that's all that really matters. I think the women were enjoying it, dude. I think they were. I think they were enjoying it. Thanks, Todd. Good looking out. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm... my, I'm, I'm myself. I'm sorry I missed that. I could not make it out. Uh, prior commitments here um, got in the way, and I could not fly out. But uh, I, I assume from what I saw that there was a clip that was played of what is possibly coming up on the show, right? That you yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what clip can... did you see? Well, all I saw was a still shot. I'm still waiting for the video footage to come out, and that's all I got. I didn't get oh, okay. anything more, anything less. That is all mm. I got. <laughs> I didn't Fine. get any more, which upsets me because now I'm like, hmm, what happened? And now I can't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> you probably well, won't be able to give me anything. <laughs> no, probably not. No, not at least I tried. Uh, I'm being told we have to go to the game. I'm being told we're late for the Piston game. Well, then I think you better go to the Piston game. I'm going to the Piston game. All right. Okay. Well, nice talking to you again. That was Brian Dottillo, Lucas Roberts from NBC Daytime's Days of Our Lives. Thanks, everybody, for listening and tuning in to our podcast. For more information on upcoming guests as well as past shows, you can visit our website at www.buzzworthyradio.net as well as blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. We're going to be back on Thursday with Allison Bree from NBC's Community, as well as Jonathan Cake, who's going to be making a guest appearance on Law & Order this Friday. From all of us here at BWR, I'm Navelle J. Lee, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.